listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Peters, and with me today, co-hosting is my good friend and ministry partner, Jana Magruder. Hi, Jana. Hello, hello. And we are joined today by a very special guest and good friend, Rhonda Van Cleve, who's the publishing team leader for Lifeway VBS. Rhonda, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thanks a lot. I'm so glad to have you with us today. We're going to be talking about VBS 2024, Breaker Rock Beach. So listeners, I know that you're going to love the episode. The theme is amazing. The biblical content is phenomenal. The way that this theme is tied to the real needs of real kids in our culture is really timely. And so it's going to be a great conversation. And I'm excited to talk with both of you about that. But first, you know, I love a good but first. But first, so Breaker Rock Beach takes place on a beach. It's in the name. Has to be there. Well, you, you would assume, right? So I want to know from the two of you, what is your favorite beach? So I know that we could go a different direction and be like, do you like beach, city, or mountains to go to vacation? Let's forget all of that. Let's just go to favorite beaches. So I'm kind of from a beach area. So I grew up in New Jersey and you, whoop, Jersey Northeast, whoa, represent. <laughs> and, uh, and so and I live down the shore. And so the New Jersey shore, that shoreline, the beach is there is my, that's like my home beach. Yeah. And so that's my area. When I think of going to the beach, that's the first picture that comes to mind. But I have other beaches that have been special to me too. So I want to hear about your beaches and I'll tell you a little bit more about mine. So Jana, do you have your Texan? Oh, goodness. Don't Texas start with beaches Texas beaches. There. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Y'all know I love Texas. However, that not comes the, with a, an asterisk. Yes. Uh, As, asterisk that, is hard to now, say. Now, as a child, all I knew was Galveston. And so I have a deep love for Galveston. Okay. So for those of us who do not know, yes. what is the beach at Galveston like? Okay. Well, uh, it is brown. I will say that. Brown sand and brown water. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. And so because it is in the Houston area, which Houston is known for oil, so there is a lot of uh, tar babies is what we would call them that you would get on your toes uh, from just walking the beaches. Hmm. So, and that's just like little bits of sticky things, sticky oil. And then of hmm. course there's a lot of man wars and seaweed and it's just brown. It's brown sand. It sounds lovely. Yeah. So, but that's all I knew. And we loved as kids going to, going to Galveston. That was a big treat. It was not until I was uh, a teenager that our church camp went to a little place called Panama City Panama in Florida, City Beach, Florida, where okay. they have white sugar sand beaches. Mm. And so that was a different kind of experience. And yeah, I fell in love clean. with Florida beaches from then on. The water is blue and beautiful. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, okay, but that's still like a, like a Gulf beach. Correct. Okay. Yes. But I, so I approve the upgrade. Yeah. Having never <laughs> been to Galveston uh, Texas beach folks, I am sorry. That's <laughs> upgrade. Go to PCB. Sounds yes. good. Okay, Rhonda, what about you? Where's Where's your beach of choice? What are some beach memories you have? Have you been to cool beaches anywhere? Yes, and I think probably one of my favorite. Um, silly side story: When my husband and I were dating, I said, "Will you love me forever?" He said, "Well, at least seventy five years." So I held him to that. And at 37 and a half years, we took an anniversary halfway there cruise to the Caribbean. And those Ooh. beaches were 
amazing. Not only was was it that kind of sand that like Janet was talking about, but the water was just so clear, such incredible shades of blue. Mm. Um, so is that, this, Rhonda, that is this like the, is this like the Aruba, Jamaica? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yep. It was Jamaica was one of those. And I can't even remember because, you know, they stop at all the different ports uh -huh. and take you have a chance to go down and just hang out on a on a beach somewhere. And did you get to swim with a dolphin or anything really crazy like that? Um, I we didn't do that one. We did like a submarine thing Ooh. at one port and which was really neat because it really tied into our VBS theme that year. It was uh, submerged and I actually experienced sort Great of semi-submerged. So that was fun. Yeah, Some, you had to do your research. That's important. You got to do your submerged research. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Well, so yeah. let, doing let me, it all for the Lord and 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 Lifeway, right? Absolutely. That's right. You get, somebody's <laughs> got to do it. It might as well be you. Step up. So let me take you guys back to my home beaches in New Jersey. So Point Pleasant Beach and uh, uh, Ocean Grove, Asbury Park. The beaches in New Jersey all have boardwalks. Right. That's and what so, I picture. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a little bit boardwalk as well as beach. And so mm -hmm. when you go to some of these areas, Seaside Heights or Point Pleasant Beach, the boardwalks are wide and they have arcades and games, you know, knock over the bottles and win a prize mm -hmm. kind of games, old school wheel. carnival. Some of them have like the pier that have rides and yeah. things. And so having been out to the West Coast, like Santa Monica Pier in California, I'll give a little shout out, shout out to California. And uh, there, it's very much like that. But it, but the whole coastline is like that. So I love that you can get a good slice of pizza on the boardwalk, which <laughs> always, always ties back. back. It always comes pizza back to that. For you, and, but boardwalk fries, French fries with like people put vinegar on them. And the beaches are not wide, but it's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's just a fun experience. So, But one of the differences in New Jersey's beaches that may be different than any of these other places is you have to pay to get on the beach. Mm. Like you have to have a beach badge. That's not right. Yeah, I know. That's I'm that's not my favorite thing. Yeah. But great beaches. Since then, though, moving to Nashville, we have become Florida beach people. Yes. So and we've loved Pensacola and areas down there. So a lot of not not quite the big surfing waves, haha, no. that you get in New Jersey, because there's no <laughs> huge, but anyhow. All these beaches are really fun. It makes me want to go and take off my shoes and get my feet in the sand, hopefully the white sand, not the brown sand, <laughs> and uh, and enjoy the water and all those things. And so we know church leaders, as it comes to VBS, will transition here into what we're talking about, that the the theme that we choose is it influences how you decorate. Mm -hmm. And so to have a place to go, like Breaker Rock Beach is a location-based theme, Rhonda, we'll have you tell us a little bit about, about what that location is. Um, that is a beach theme. But you may, when you hear Breaker Rock Beach, go to beach. And instead, I think it's more important that you go to Breaker Rock because those words are really important in describing what kind of beach this is. This is not a Florida beach. It's not even a Galveston beach. Definitely not a New Jersey boardwalk beach. So, Rhonda, what is a Breaker Rock beach? Well, another beautiful beach that I got to see just uh, even last year are in uh, the beaches along the Pacific Northwest Coast. Oh, yeah. And with the Pacific Ocean and the waves coming in and those kind of beaches, one of the things that are very is very evident are the huge, um, they're called, um, oh, well, it's got sea, sea stacks, mm. which are giant rocks 
that are just uh, if sometimes even in low tide, you can walk out to them. But generally, the the water is around them and they stand up strong and tall and sturdy in the midst of those crashing waves. Uh, we were there during gale force winds. It was in March. It wasn't really vacation time. Yeah. We just happened to be out there for, for work. And um, it was amazing to see those massive waves pounding them. But yet they're they're they stay there. They've been there for, you know, eons and the beach will wash away clean. You might have mm -hmm. built a sandcastle or you might do something. Those waves will tear it down and wash it away. But those rocks stand firm. And it's just a picture of what we're trying to help kids learn for VBS 2024. This is that craggy, rocky coast with the pine trees yeah. up on the edges of cliffs. And I think of Cannon Beach, Oregon, which was kind of inspiration for uh, for some of our locations, Washington State and uh, mm -hmm. what it's like out there. So it's not beach balls and surfboards, right? This is more orca whales and sea lions and things like that. You might get your kite out because, like you said, the wind is so powerful. Yeah. So it's a great kite beach and build those sand castles. It's good. It's the good moldable kind of sand too. It is. Yeah. It, they have contests and they're phenomenal. Yes. Um, so yeah, that kayaks, uh, a lot of hiking along the coast and nature and looking at things. And um, I mean, I think you could take your beach ball. You might have to chase it. You it, would, know, yeah, when, it, when, it would blow <laughs> away. Yeah. Yes. So the, now the reason that we I wanted to talk about that is because the the specific type of beach that we selected for this year's VBS theme is really of a visual. It's an object lesson for the biblical content that we're teaching. We're not teaching about a vacation where you uh, lie on a towel to get a suntan right at, at the beach. This is a beach where those big waves and those rocks that the waves break against are really a metaphor for life. Uh, and for spiritual truth. And so our our subtitle for Breaker Rock Beach is God's Rock Solid Truth in a World of Sifting Sands. Rhonda, tell us how we got to that and, and what's significant about that cut line. Well, I have loved in all the years I've been in um, leading the team in VBS, um, the most amazing thing is how God gets us to where we need to be. We don't have a formula. We don't have a checklist, ABCD, here we are again. It, there's sort of a path, but we really feel how he molds us and moves us. And part of that is talking to church leaders, kids leaders, hearing, doing surveys. I mean, we really reach out and say, what's happening in your, your community? What's happening in your kids' ministry? And this is all across the country. And the thing we heard more than anything else as we were starting the development for 2024 were these half-truths that are all over social media, all over uh, anything mm -hmm. kids are watching and listening. They sound so right. Mm -hmm. But if you take a half a second to listen, you go, but something doesn't doesn't click here. You know, it's the Holy Spirit telling you, eh, that's not 100% right. And so we felt like that was where God was leading us is how do we address, what do we, what do we do with half truths? Mm -hmm. And the automatic answer before you, I mean, immediately it's, well, God's truth, right. yes. because God's truth is the only truth that does not change. And we can, if we line up what we think we're saying with what God is actually saying, that's, that's the plumb line. That's how we can tell exactly where the truth is. And so we really started with a very, very long list of these 
half-truths and outright lies that kids are exposed to in all areas of their lives? And, you know, what do you address in five days? And then we started saying it has to start with a relationship with Jesus. So which of these truths are steering kids off the path to keep them from knowing the actual truth in God's word about what, why they need a relationship with Jesus, how they have that relationship, and then how they share it with others in the ways that God has planned for them to do so. And so anyway, it, it was a, it's a long process as you can imagine, but I'm so excited. I'm always in awe of how God takes us right where we need to be. And that's what we have in this content outline for 2024. Yeah. And so each day, we're using two uh, kind of kind of a structure that you, that introduces two phrases or two statements. The first one is a some people say it's kind of a you may have heard, uh, right? So kids kids may have heard this phrase, but God says this to help us sort those things out. So Rhonda, take us through those for the the five days. The some people say and God says balance. Okay, excellent. Yes, we we started out on day one. And the reason we say some people say we don't want to make them feel like we're saying anybody they love or care about is is wrong. Right. It's just like you may have heard this, uh-huh. but let's look at what God says. Yeah. And so some people say truth can be different for different people. I mean, I've literally seen that on people's posts mm-hmm. and things like that. But God says truth comes from me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we're driving kids to the point that truth does come from God. And did you want me to go ahead and tell about the story that day? Or, sure, or yeah, tell us. To- Give us the scoop. So you know, it was very obvious to go with the very first lie that started sin. Mm. You know, Satan has used the same tactic on all of us that he's he used on Adam and Eve and every generation since. Mm. And that is, he doesn't come out with a bold-faced lie, right? At first, we could, we, we'd know it. We'd, we'd say, no, no. But if it's like, well, did he really yeah, did say God that? Really say that? Well, well, wait a minute. Maybe he just meant this. And that's what kids see in society. They're made to question what they know to be truth. And so we go with the story where Satan tricked Adam and Eve by saying, did God really say you couldn't? And then, oh, you won't, you won't die. It'll all be fine. And that's how sin entered the world. And that also, because we want to make sure kids have a full understanding of the gospel by the time they've spent their time in VBS every single year, we want to make sure it's laid out. This starts the very foundation of gospel discussion. Sin came into the world. We're all sinners because of these half-truths and only only God's truth is true. And we do a bonus verse for our older kids that day. And I love this one. The entirety of your word is truth right out of Psalm 119. God's word is true. I love that because this is the biggest thing that, Chuck, when we were doing our flip the script research, mm-hmm. the whole uh, truth comes from within and that I must defend that truth. And so for for kids to hear right off day one, that truth comes from God is huge. I'm so glad that you started with that because the whole idea of identity being built from within versus from God is Mm -hmm. such a timely issue that we're finding. Well, even the notion that there is truth, right? So we're speaking directly against that cultural worldview Mm -hmm. from the secular worldview that says, "Eh, there's no truth. You have your truth. I have my truth. And that's where these, these, couplings of phrases, Rhonda, that the team has pulled together 
are so powerful to just say, yeah, you might have heard this thing, but God says this, that idea that that the world is full of shifting sands, and yet God's word is that solid rock that stands uh, throughout the storm. That's where that metaphor, that rocky beach is so beautiful. Tell us about day two. Okay. Um, and just kind of to, to follow up on all that about some people and God says in today's point, you know, people who've done, who used our resource before used to that one simple line, but we really want to help teachers know how to teach the day. And yeah. so by spreading it out to know where it starts and where we end is the reason you have this like multi-step kind of thing. But on day two, the other one we, oh, I hear this so much, do what makes you happy. Mm. You know, you need to be happy. And it's all about what you choose. So the, some people say, do what makes you happy. God says, my plan for you is even better. Mm. And, you know, it, it doesn't take away the happiness. You're going to be happy following God. There will be bumps, but there's going to be bumps no matter what. Mm. We live in a broken world. But uh, God's plan is even better. And today's point is God's plan is best. And it's funny that we talk about that day, Daniel and his friends, who were in a very bad situation. Mm -hmm. They had been taken from their homeland, taken from their families, taken to a faraway country to serve uh, someone who did not worship their God. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like if you could tick off a list of all the things that would be, this is a bad situation. Daniel had them. But even in spite of those circumstances, he didn't try to do oh, maybe if I, you know, do this, the king will like me best. Right. And, you know, all the things to that would have made him happy. He knew that he needed to obey God. And the thing was, there were things there that he knew if he ate would be breaking some of the laws he had been taught as a, a Jewish young man that he shouldn't do. And he wanted to honor God. That was his motivation. God looks at our hearts and he watches our motivations and why we do the things we do. And da Daniel wanted to honor God and trust him. And because he did, God blessed Daniel and helped him. Now, he was still in Babylon. He still had to undergo things. But his life where he was, was blessed. And he was able to carry that kind of experience with him throughout his life. It shows up in multiple stories later as, you know, if you study the book of Daniel even further. So we use Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 of that day about trusting in the Lord with all your heart. And not your own understanding. We and need so to trust what God's way is best. That situation with Daniel and the other guys is so relatable to what our, the world our kids live in today. As kids who are wanting to follow the Lord, to do that in their school and in a culture that is really increasingly not just non-Christian, but anti-Christian. It's hard to take that stand. And so what a great thing to encourage kids with. All right. Day three is everyone needs Jesus. So walk us through what some people say versus what God says. Oh, and honestly, I this one gives me fear and trembling just because mm -hmm. of, you know, how people think. But what a truth to embed with kids. Some people say being a good person gets you into heaven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many people do you talk to that they say, hear well, that all the time? Yes. yes. But God says it's very simple. Everyone sins and needs a savior. You know, this isn't saying you're worse than me or I'm worse than you. It's we're all level. We're all sinners. Yeah. But God has provided a savior. So everyone sins and needs a savior so that we can bring home the point with kids that day of everyone needs Jesus. And we use the story of the rich young ruler who came to Jesus, who had done everything right. Well, I'm holding up quotes. I know you can't see this. Yeah, you know, yeah. you did the finger quotes. Yes. That's all right. My quote hangers. 
Yes. Everything right. He had done everything, kept all the commandments. And he, I think, was feeling pretty good about himself and just wanted that. Here's this great teacher. I want him to say, yes, you've got it, man. And uh, Jesus challenged him. Now, we, you know, once again, we want to go like, oh, does that mean I have to sell everything? No, Jesus knew the man's heart. And that's what we have to remember and help kids know is Jesus knows why we're saying and doing what we're saying and doing. And he knew that the young man valued his possessions more than he loved God and more than he wanted to follow Jesus. And so being good was not what was going to uh, make sure he had eternal life, but it was his willingness to um, follow Jesus and what Jesus led him to do. Um, so that's, um, we, we really are getting into the gospel. As you can see the path as we're taking the gospel message all the way through the week. And this yeah. one, uh, even the bonus verses all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, but uh, this, we're all on that level playing field. And I love the fact that we all have the opportunity to accept Jesus as Savior. And such an important point to reinforce for kids that being a good person doesn't get you into heaven. Boy, what a great message that the culture needs to hear. We need to hear that. And kids need to be able to understand it and be able to share that with others. So then we move on to Rada. Every, yes, everyone is sinned. Everyone needs a Savior. And day four goes deeper into who that is. Jesus is the only way. Right. And this one, we kind of took pieces from the book of John, written by John, who was a disciple, saw everything firsthand and wrote it down. And so we go into the, some people say, oh, there are many ways to get to heaven. And I, you know, honestly, I hear celebrities even alluding to that, that kids listen to. And my heart just hurts because they're going to believe them because they hold them in high regard. And that's just a uh, uh, it terrifies me what it can do. And we need to help kids know, no, Jesus came and he came to be our savior. And he went through what he went through because he loves us. And because that was the only way uh, to redeem us and bring us back um, into the family of God. So um, the there are many ways to get to heaven. Jesus is the only way to get to heaven is what God says. And um, as we look at John's uh, saga, of Jesus from arrest, crucifixion, burial, and resurrection, uh, we see how Jesus did provide that salvation that God promised. Only Jesus could do it because he was fully God, fully man, and could take on the sin for us. Mm. Um, and he's the only one. He's the only way. <laughs> so listeners, don't miss this. Mm -hmm. Don't miss this. We often get to talk with people who are considering or trying to decide which VBS that they're going to use for next summer or for the coming summer. A lot of times leaders who are really well intending choose their VBS based on how they get to decorate. Oh, should I do the beach this year? Oh, it's a rocky beach. I don't know. Should I do outer space? Should I do race cars? Should I do jungle. whatever it is, right? Jungle. Choosing on the theme is, is a miss if the Bible content isn't strong. We like to say here at Lifeway Kids, Lifeway VBS, that theme doesn't matter. Theme is important in how we decorate. We want to attract things for kids. We want to have variety. But guys, if Jesus is not at the heart and core of the VBS you're doing, you are not doing the right VBS. And Jesus is Amen. the center of every Lifeway VBS every year. The gospel is core to what we do. And so that value is one that we will never step away from as Lifeway or Lifeway Kids. And it's so central. So I just want to call, raise awareness to that for our listeners. 
make sure that you are are sharing the gospel and showing Jesus through your VBS. Okay, Rhonda, take us into day five. How do we close it out? Okay, this was one when it came together, I got cold chills because this felt so right. It's speak the truth in love. And it's, and I've heard this to my own ears. Mm -hmm. Some people say, if you don't agree with me, you don't love me. And you know, that's just not true. I, I love you. I might not can agree with what you're doing, but I love you. God says, speak the truth in love. You know, we have to know the truth. We have to draw a line in the sand yes. and say, this is, this is where it stops, but we can do that in love. And I love the fact we um, think about Paul sometimes, you know, and all of his missionary journeys and all the things that he did, but you know, he was sort of a hothead and then God got a hold of him and, and he became a great missionary. And one of the places he went was Ephesus and in Ephesus, um, the people uh, there, as they became believers, it caused friction because the people who were selling the idols for the, you know, because they used to worship this and now they're worshiping Jesus. So they don't need the idols anymore. And it caused almost a riot. And so Paul had firsthand experience of people being in his face, mad because of what he was saying, but he held his ground. And then later he wrote a letter back to the Ephesians because he always tried to encourage the churches that he started and left, and he knew firsthand what they were facing. And right out of that very letter in Ephesians 4.15, Paul said to those people, speak the truth in love. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to back down from it. People will disagree with you, and that's okay. But let the love of God in your heart be what tempers the way you share it. Mm -hmm. You can be strong and be loving at the same time. I hope there's a good take-home family uh, page on this one because our adults need to hear this as well mm -hmm. because our culture is, this is the exact opposite of what our culture does. So exactly. I'm excited about exactly. that message as well. All right, so that's all five days of what some people say versus what God says. And I love that element of BBS this year at Breaker Rock Beach. I think it's gonna be super strong. I know we have heard so much positive feedback at our VBS preview events and our institute about just the excitement of this message for this time and place in our culture for right. kids. Um, right after the theme was revealed last summer, um, it wasn't even a few weeks before a lady literally with tears in her eyes said, thank you. Yeah, This is what I've been trying to teach our kids. And now you've given us a way to deliver that message. And I know our team works so hard to be aware of what's happening with real kids in real places in the mm -hmm. real world and to address the real issues that they have. All of these are very real, uh, very real yeah. conversations, very real things that our kids are hearing and ideas that are getting pumped into them. You know, we say that the secular worldview is pervasive, but it's also persuasive. You believe what you hear. And so our kids need to know that what they hear out in the world is not in is not the same as what God has to say, and that we need to listen to what God has to say. Rhonda, to you and to the whole VBS team, I want to say thank you. Thank you for the work that you've done and for pulling together such an amazing... Every year, our VBS is just outstanding. And it's amazing to see how each year there's a new theme and a new message, and God always times it perfectly, which isn't that awesome that we can see how he works. But here again, this summer, this is a message that 
that every kid needs to hear right now for such a time as this. So thank you. Thank you for the work. And, uh, and it's just an outstanding resource. Listeners, we want to invite you to check out Breaker Rock Beach, the best place to go to get a peek, piece, a peek, let me get that right, <laughs> is to go to lifeway.com slash VBS, lifeway.com slash VBS. You'll see a banner at the top of that page where you can click on the Breaker Rock Beach skyline. It's like a beautiful sunset looking image. And there you can find the biblical themes for each day that Rhonda talked about, that biblical content. And you can see uh, each of the statements. And then you can come down and you can find the, or you get the opportunity to join our VBS Directors Club. The Directors Club is free for you to join. It has some uh, exclusive art and information that's available for you as a VBS director. So we'd invite you to check that out. And then, of course, check out the, the director's kit. Uh, it's a low-cost way that you can get everything you need to know to get a sample of Oh, there's a bunch of stuff in there. There's uh, there's decorating made easy. There's the administrative guide. There's some music samples, uh, samples of the the learner pieces, the the in leader guides that you can check out. I'm sure there's more in there, Rhonda, but that's me rattling. It's a really cute bag as well, Breaker Rock Beach bag that you can literally take to the beach. And for those of you who are interested, it's also a really cute bag. Or Trader Joe's. There you go. That too. <laughs> so please check out all of that at lifeway.com/slash VBS. Rhonda Van Cleve, thank you for being here today and for the work that you do. Thanks for having me. Jana, thank you for being here today. Always. It's always fun. And listener, thank you for listening. We want to partner with you to equip you for ministry. And so thank you for listening and thank you for choosing and using LifeWay VBS. We'll see you next time in another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. 